You're listening to the Derek Asante Podcast, also known as DAPS, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. This conversation happened in one setting, but because it was so lengthy and rich, I had to break it up into three parts. So this episode here is the first of three. Now, there are moments where I became the fly on the wall just listening. Because this is what this gentleman does. He knows how to command a room. He knows how to take control over a conversation in the best way. And he just consumes you. Right? He pushes you to just become the best possible listener that you can because of the wealth of information and knowledge that he possesses. And so... There are moments in this conversation where you wouldn't even recognize that I'm in it. But that's because I'm so engaged that I don't want to interrupt the flow for the better part of you also getting a great conversation and information that's worthy. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy it. And um, don't forget to subscribe. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and today's a special one for me personally. I have the privilege and the honor to have a conversation with one of my mentors, one of the finest spirits this world has to offer. He was and continues to be, for myself, a friend, a mentor, a role model, an inspiration to never stop learning and growing. He's a father figure in my youth and now a big brother. He is a humbled spirit who is selfless with his time so long as the learner is just as invested in themselves. Please understand that this man has contributed more than a thousand percent to my success because without him in my path, I wouldn't have accomplished as much as I have. He planted seeds, but he also returned and watered those seeds regularly. He is more than worthy of all the praises that I am expressing today. Please help me welcome this wonderful individual, this friend of mine. It's an honor for me to call a brother and a mentor, Mr. John P. Smith. Are you still in that same role? Role? Yeah, the same role with the city. Oh, what was it? What was it? Uh, well, I'm COD. I think it was COD. Oh, CDO. CDO. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm still cash on delivery. No. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm I, I. 2015 became manager oh. of the unit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It took five years off my life, but it's good. <laughs> really? Yeah, the stress level? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's funny. Um, a good colleague of mine sent me a posting, um, and it was, uh, what is it? Diversity, equity, racial, something manager. I said, what? Yeah, there's lots of those in that around now. Right? I'm like, you just made that shit up. Like, 
Yep. I, I was just saying that today to somebody. It was like, all of a sudden, they turn on the dial from summer. Right. Right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, would you be interested? I said, no, I'm not interested in politics. <laughs> I'm going to be looking at uh, CP24 every day, trying to justify somebody else's issues. And And the worst part is, when I looked at it, I'm like, there's a great chance my director is not going to look like me. Okay, yes, yes. How's that yeah. going to work? <laughs> yeah. Well, then you just become that black guy. <laughs> right? Right? I'm not interested. No, thanks. You either become, there's, there's two polar opposites. Yep. You're either Michael Jordan. Right. Right, which you're so good at it that you... You know, you lose your blackness yep. because you're superhuman. Yeah. Um, or it's uh, that, what's what's the other what's the other dude, the ball player that choked his coach? Oh, Spreewell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two polar opposites. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting because I talked to a number of people who are moving into different positions and whatever, and. Very interesting experiences in, in terms of like being the, I, 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 you, you know, it's not exactly the black hire, yeah. but it's you're working with a manager yeah. that is either so privileged they could never be woke, but they want you to be their right. vessel, right? Right. right. Um, or <clears throat> you're just alone on an island because yep. it's like, you know, don't touch that. Uh, you know, and every equity issue is going to come your way. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's like, could you lead us in a land acknowledgement? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, and, and for the good, though, it's like, you know, this is the, this is the, um, what do they call it? Forming, norming. This is the norming part yeah, yeah. of that where, yeah. It is actually, <clears throat> 10 years ago, you wouldn't hear any political figure saying, you know, there's white privilege yeah. and, you know, and, and, and uh, there's anti-black racism. Right. But now it's solid in the discourse. Yeah. So, uh, so I was talking to a, a, a friend and colleague, former colleague, um, saying, I said, basically, you know, the door is open right now. So any opportunities you seek, it's now the iron is hot. Yeah. But five years from now, you never know how this pendulum might swing. That's it. So you got to do it now. Yeah. You but know. The, the thing that scares me, though, is the doors might be opening here and there. And yes, you might get your, your feet in there. But then what happens once they've reached that point of okay we're in a new norm let's reset it again so i I look at it this way uh and and it kind of goes to my um an uh approach to any position Mm -hmm. all right uh and and it's like every position is a perch uh you have the choice of making it a perch or a nest Mm. most people are looking for nests that's right you can't nest in a corporation right because you don't own it right you know or even in, a, in any type of corporate structure institution private business whatever yeah. it's an entity onto itself yeah. so 
you got to make the decision and build your skills so you use whatever position experience you have as that perch mm-hmm. and then you're looking for all the resources all the training opportunities to build your capital build your portfolio and then you move on right because that's what having agency is about yeah and it's contrary to you know this uh I, I guess I'd be describing it as a Protestant work ethic that most people, working class people in this society, middle class, uh, are are are, are kind of socialized to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're always looking for that safety, you can't find that safety in another entity. No. You know. No. You can find, you know, emotional safety in a like, community. Right. Right. Uh, community common bond, you know, people that, you know, regardless of whatever your status is, you know, they're connected to you. They're related to you. They relate to you. Yeah. But you're not going to find that security in a corporation. No. You know? No. And, and in the same sense, that's why I can't be a fanatic, you know, I can't, I can't take on the corporate ownership of that's my team. Yeah. Yeah. We we are really doing good this year. Right, <laughs> it's right. like we. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're paying you. Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, I, I was at City Hall and uh, in, was it was it 2019? Uh, Raptors uh, did the unthinkable. Yeah. yeah. And 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 they sell insurance downstairs for sixty bucks. Wow. Sixty bucks for a regular. T-shirt printed on it, champions. Just because you're there, you know. And people are buying them up, and I'm like, wow. I'll 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 take this 15th floor view of you know these two million people, (laughs) and that's enough for me. But like this, like you know what I mean. So, (laughs) and. I'd rather buy buy a really really good lunch. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> uh, that's closer to my identity. Because yeah. I like food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I do have to say, I bought my first Nike shirt in um, Jersey in uh, oh, probably ever. Um, wow. And it was a Kaepernick shirt. Uh, and, uh, you know, I didn't know it was, I should have known, but uh, it was like the number seven, the black jersey. Right. Stand, stand with cap. Yeah. And and then afterwards, I saw the Nike. <laughs> I was like, ah, well. At least I didn't uh, use Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although it would have come faster, and I do, and I and I do use Amazon all the time, so <laughs> we're, we're, you know we we gotta live within the beast That's um, That's and it. and learn and going back to it, learn how to navigate. So you get into a position, you're not getting in that position to say, oh, I'm gonna be the best equity diversity officer ever. Yeah. No, you no. come into that position and say, okay. What can I do in this position? What can this position do for me? Right. Right? right. And so maybe you can 
be a part of some incremental change. Maybe you can develop some models. But those models that you develop, are they your intellectual property? Perhaps, right? Right. Are you using that platform to gain access to other platforms? Perhaps. Right. And so if you're in that type of position, you need to see, you need to be able to see what's coming. That's right. And um, I have a little paradigm that uh, I use, or at least I tell people about. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I use it anymore, but Mm -hmm. I tell people about (laughs) just have some basic breakdown. I guess I use it unconsciously anyway, so I'm just, you know, um, describing what I use subconsciously, which is uh, very familiar to most people in terms of saying lights, camera, action. Right. Right? Right. If you, when you you say light bulb, what, what is that a symbol of? An idea. Exactly. Yeah. An idea, a principle, a mission, a yeah. vision. Those are those are common sort of uh, ethereal type things. Um, they're written down in every organization. Yeah. So you can understand what the ideas behind the organization are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, camera is a tool, right? Yeah. What does a camera do? Well, it captures the moments. Yeah. Process is light. Yeah. So it's a process. Mm-hmm. So you know, then you have, you know processes so whether it's a strategy whether it's a policy whether it's a set of actions well that's a strategy whether it's a a program program um you know whether it's your bylaws in your organization right then you got to have a structure right Mm -hmm. and in society you have ideas then you have structures and then you have actions Mm -hmm. right or outcomes yeah and those outcomes, people usually just focus on the outcome. They don't really spend a lot of time. Um, and when you, if you want to say there's such thing as higher education, then higher education is supposed to teach you about structures uh, and anal- analyzing structures, ideas, and analyzing those ideas. And if you understand that, then you can look at any organization and say, okay, what are the founding principles of this organization? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What's st- how is that embodied in the structure of the organization and the policies and all that stuff, and then their output in terms of you know whether it's their actions, their you know investments, how they how they do things, right? Right. right. And if you want to look, you know, all that together to me is like the culture of the organization. Yeah. And many people walk into organizations with toxic culture because whether it's a city division, whether it's, you know, whether it's a private sector organization, because you haven't done your research. Yeah. You go into that, you know, space, you might be getting your 80 or your 120 or your 180 and you turn around and it's like, oh, everybody works here as an asshole. (laughs) Or there's one asshole that runs this whole thing. And you you should be able to get a sense of that before you take that step because you're signing a contract to put your labor first, you know, exchange your labor for compensation, right? right? Right. Whether it's mental and hopefully, you know, uh, the, the other thing I see is, um, the more status a position is, not entertainment, but the more status a position in society, the more it's based on, you know, your mental faculties, how you write, put ideas together, analyze things, you know, mm-hmm. the ones that are, I guess, less profile, even though you may make the same money, are the ones where, you know, you're skilled in a specific type of labor. 
Right. And like I said, even though you may be making the same, same be able to make the same type of money, because in order for you to do that effectively, you need to a sense of analysis. Yeah. But it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. the more lights, camera, action. I like right? that. I like that. Yeah, it's coming in my book. Twenty twenty six now. Twenty twenty six. But but why don't you have a book out though? That should be like one thing I think you should you should definitely consider. Yeah, I should. I'm a I'm a hella procrastinator. And <laughs> and I also um <laughs> it's funny. I started working on you know how you make your notes for yeah. a book and structure? Yeah. And um I'm at the time I'm on the subway going downtown. This must have been like 2016 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And with my um, Samsung Note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you from an iPhone, so you yeah. know what happened yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Damn, phone started blowing up, oh, um, and that phone didn't blow up. But I got a new phone, and when I went a new phone, I lost all my notes. I didn't even think about it lost on my notes and they're all in the head yeah. but you gotta have and i guess you know and name my own uh and i own my own um challenges which is um if you're in a position where you're juggling mm-hmm. and then um your life is moving and you have priorities in your life mm-hmm. you gotta carve out spaces for your you know mental health and well-being yeah and so I carve out spaces mostly physically because yeah. I can do them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the 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 physical and the mental together, uh, in terms of writing, is something that I'm I'm still struggling to carve out that space for mm. uh, because I put my like you know I'm I'm teaching a class at uh, at a post secondary institution, <laughs> uh... no plugs, but I'm. <laughs> You know, uh, but which is something I, I I do because I love doing it, right? Um, and I got the opportunity to do it, and you know it's great. Uh, and I but I stopped doing that in 2015 when I became the manager because of the load, the workload of the manager, right? Mm. And I had to be able to, let's say, uh, take on that role. And then I went back to it was also, you know, was and it was that institution that I worked with that was across town as well. That mm-hmm. that was another thing. Didn't like Thursday nights driving across town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but um I loved the environment mm-hmm. and I always love teaching environments. I love I can sit down and listen to like a three hour lecture and it's like nothing. It's like great, as long as you I got the ideas flowing. It's yeah. awesome. Um but um, the other part about it was, you know, got to balance off. And I knew a lot of this was going to be weighted on the position. Yeah. I didn't want to stretch myself physically either. Yeah. And so last year, 2020 winter, got into another opportunity, which was even better. Oh, nice. um, and that was just teaching, a, 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 um, again, a part-time mm-hmm. evening course for like a term. Okay. And got on the list, got my foot through the door, and it was a good experience. But it's and I'm doing it this winter. Okay. Um, 
and I'm going to continue to do it because it it puts me mentally somewhere else. Right, right. And I do like putting the class together and taking ownership over the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's online now, which is a different thing. Yeah. You know, everything's through Blackboard, yeah. which is a different, you know. Yeah. Um, just like work now, everything is through WebEx or Zoom. Right, right. Um, so it, it, it challenges you to, like, just, you know, um, flex in, ter- in terms of a new mode. Right. And, and as well, learn, learn. Like, teaching for the teacher is learning, right? right? I don't know if too many teachers admit that. They should more. Yeah, they should. They should. Y- you know, you teach as you're teaching your teaching is a learning process for you and the students will teach you right right just like as in parenting yeah if you think parenting is about you teaching your child then <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a hard time yeah you got it backwards i mean it's a two way yeah. street right and exactly all 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 learning is reciprocal yeah right yeah. it's like it's it, cuz it's a natural process you know um and so, you know, I, I started doing Tai Chi again. Okay. Because um, uh, I had learned like a 108 form from, uh, give them a plug. I think it's a Toronto Taoist Tai Chi Society of Toronto, of Toronto, but they have chapters across the world. And um, I learned like, I don't know, must have been 10 years ago. And the form is like a, is like a dance and you have to learn the forms yeah. and put them in the sequence. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you're breathing and you're really relaxing. It's not about tension. Right. But that, that in a way is like, it was so it was completely opposite to, um, you know, everything I learned through becoming a personal trainer. Cause I did that when I was in, you know, uh, yeah. the recreation days ah. and got certified to do it. Nice. Right. So wait, but, what are you, sorry, what are you teaching now? What's the subject or the topic? Oh, uh, um, somebody I know nothing about community development. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So it's perfect. So are you, are you able to actually um, inject things from your actual role or you have oh, to? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it can, you know, like the the the, the um, while well, the the I, you know there's a course text and there are um, readings that you inherit, which is good. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's a transfer of like presentations, but um, every 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 instructor kind of you know updates uh, their own style, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the the there are assignments, um, and so I just updated the assignments, okay, to be more of a reflection of, as I said to the students, right, uh, the the work experiences and 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 what I'm thinking is is necessary for them, would give them an advantage right. in actually understanding what's happening yeah. in the sector. Mm-hmm. Um, most people like they they. Um, most people are looking at getting a job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that the education experience has to be 
not about just getting your diploma and then getting a job. It's got to be obviously about an investigation, but not just your, 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 um, so much is happening in Toronto. Toronto is an amazing place to like, you know, focus on some specific areas, Mm -hmm. communities, um, like revitalization yeah. is is something that's studied internationally. Yeah. Like Lawrence Heights Regent Park is studied. Alex Park is studied internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane Finch is studied internationally. Parkdale is studied internationally. Yeah. So, like that's a heck of a lot of like source, you know, mm-hmm. data, you know, qualitative, quantitative data. Um, community leaders, organizations, networks, all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's a whole degree right there. So I think that, um, like, I I found it really, actually there was was stuff already in there about my work in strong neighborhoods. Um, And and so it was easy to to just, you know, uh, what is it? What's the 2020 term? Pivot? (laughs) Um, (laughs) everyone's pivoting right now (laughs) so it was you know uh, just just modify stuff a little bit yeah and and have it more focused on on the body of work that's there it's huge like i get calls all the time in my regular day job um (laughs) by um you know people doing university studies Mm -hmm. uh other municipalities um and i'm always happy to share um nice. because you know knowledge knowledge obviously is something that you know you to a large degree um you're going to pay for mm-hmm. but if 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 i'm in a role to do anything um my role is to like um and i use my favorite word is interlocutor Right. Mm -hmm. So my favorite word for uh, being a community development officer, because you were in the middle and translating information from the state to the to the public back to the state. And I think that, you know, it's it's a privileged role to be in. It's an awesome role and responsibility to have. And so you can do that in so many other ways as well. Right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, and, and we should be doing that in terms of, you know, whether you're a, I don't know, you own a coffee shop or, right, right. or, or, uh, whether you have a consultant business or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, why hide information? Right. 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 And, and, you know, in Lawrence Heights, I, somebody, when somebody would come up to me and say, you know, I see you here working. I want to do your job. It's like, come and get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's right here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. even show you how, yeah. you know, if you're interested, if you got the patience, you know, <laughs> and, and, um, you know, of course, 95 percent like, don't want the job yeah. <laughs> they can't do the job yeah they just... well or they're not interested in yeah. actually paying attention right. to growth yeah. right yeah because growth is supposed to be painful right, right? Um, and challenging and rewarding at the same time yeah and it's hard for um you know you have a, a unfortunately is so much in society that that links 
acquisition of capital and material resources to pleasure yeah. when that's not what it's about. You know, yeah. you're not get, like if you're growing and learning, then you're in a state of constant evolution, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that means it is. It can be challenging, yeah. um, but you have to be growing and 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 developing all your way through life, or else you're going to find that focusing in on just material um, alone is not going to be satisfying, right? It's not going to satisfy you. It's it's uh, it's an opiate, right? Um, So, you know, Hmm. it's, 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 uh, there's, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of, there's always opportunities. Um, And, and when I say growth, it's like, um, I was listening to your 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 last interview mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's really cool what that person does. But I don't really assign my identity to any one thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because all of our identities are well beyond what we just do. Right. You know? Right. Especially in, in, in a um in, in in type of consumerist environment that it, you know, it's all about, you know, <laughs> what are you eating now, right now? Right. What are you wearing? Right. What are you driving? And what do you do? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's yeah. just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and that's tough. It is. It is. <laughs> so, so, you know, I, I, I've been virtually unbranded <laughs> for <laughs> you so many years. <laughs> My, I, I, I was like, um, even my even my uh Jaden, my son, like I think it was like two years ago, um, he's like, Dad, what are those? <laughs> you know, <he's, laughs> and then we had to have a talk. <laughs> but it's not like he he can't afford to buy anything, so whatever whatever he's getting is it, from his it. mom and me. Yeah. But it's it's the idea, mm-hmm. right? The transference of the idea is part of the um uh, um, cultural competition that happens in yeah. all spaces, and it's a competition of ideas first, and then it 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 goes down to okay, um, you know uh, whether it's you know uh, uh, youth culture or whatever, it's about how consumerism gets seeped into there yeah. to get latched onto identity, yeah. and then it's all about what you look like, what you wear, not what you think, because no. nobody's walking around saying. Oh, France Fanon. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, no, I'm mad. No, no, not Fanon. <laughs> Get me some W.E. Du Bois. Right, you know? right. No, no. But... So you guys are both wrong. It's all about bell hooks. You know? like, you're not going to hear that in any corner. No, no, no. It's crazy because people don't even know who they are. That's right. They don't That's have a right, clue. but... But you know what? I, I was I was talking to um, someone we both know mm-hmm. um, from for uh, for a long time, and I was uh, and and we we're just catching up and, and uh, talking about connections. And I'm like, you know, it's not the it's not that people don't understand the link between the person and the idea, right? Right. Because. I could say um, to anybody who's, let's say, between 30 and 45 right now, 
mm-hmm. and say, cash rules everything around me. Yeah. And they know exactly what I'm talking about yeah. and who said it. Yeah. And, and, and what was being said was being said to a medium, mm-hmm. right? Music, you mm-hmm. know, video, whatever. But it's, that's an ideological um, like touch point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a powerful point. Yeah. Because it's basically saying, I exist within a capitalist consumerist society. That's it. And, and I, in order for me to survive, I got to get some capital. That's it. You know what I mean? That's and, it. But nobody's going to, like, you know, break that back down and say, okay, well, what's the counter to that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then start talking about these ideas, whether it's, you know, individualism versus you know, collectivism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or the, the intertwine of both, yeah. you know, and, you know, um, you have yin and yang is, isn't just a, you know, a, a, a t-shirt, no, no, no. <laughs> but we have the existence of polar opposites in this constant, yeah. um, whether you call it dialectic, you know, and, 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 you know, uh, Marx took it from, you know, other societies that existed yeah. way earlier you know, because we all have the same brain That's and we're it. all seeing it, but just calling it different things. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking about like, yo, at the Bashmat they played, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you're talking, you have a reference there of ideas coming from an individual who is a thinker and an artist, right? At the same time. Yeah. Right. I actually, you know, the question mark are all thinkers, artists, or all, all artists, thinkers. But anyway, but, you know, you have that reference. It's just that you're concentrated on that world. Wow. And limited to only concentrate on that world. Yeah. When you start expanding that perspective in terms of saying, okay, here's, here's a number of ideas from social political theorists. So now I'm talking about Cornell West and Mm -hmm. and then Roy, you know, and a bunch of other people. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Because they are known for their approaches, which yeah. all have nuances, and that's how that's how you read philosophy that's versus right. how you read like um, whatever genre of art, music, whatever. It's the same way. Is this we we get um, if you're limiting yourself because of whatever, you know, and it could be. Um, a, a lot of socialization to stay in your fishbowl, right? Because none of your friends are outside your fishbowl. Yeah. And when you were 12 and 13, you got admonished. So you decided, I want to be with the group. And you stayed <laughs> in, and you didn't have any connection, you know, social, emotional, peer connections to things and experiences that brought you outside of that fishbowl. So it's harder now at 27. Right you know, 47, right. you know, right. and, but the whole idea of growth is you need to grow beyond, you know, our, our, our growth is limitless. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so if you can, and then the whole idea of parenting is to, to create a, a platform for those experiences for your child. Right. So they're not only, you know, seeing, touching, smelling, learning, Mm-hmm. You know, understanding the complexity of the world, they're, they're, they can actually feel comfort in exploring instead of looking for that nest. 
Right. Right. <laughs> Bringing yeah. it all back. Yeah. 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 I want that job. It pays <laughs> 22 bucks an hour, you know, and 25 years later, yep. you're, you know, yep. the, 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 the uh, what is it? The cost of living goes up yep. one point whatever percent and you're getting 28 bucks an hour mm-hmm. and you're, you're like, you're struggling. Yep. But when it was 22 and it was you alone, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you lease that Vicks, yep. you know, and you went on those trips. <laughs> you buy, could buy the clothes, everything. As soon as you moved out of your house, oh you know. Gosh. So and and then so like I said, if you're looking for that nest, yeah, that, that it's an artificial nest. Yeah. All of it's artificial, right? So why do that? And I'm, I'm literally looking outside my window, and the snow is coming down, and I'm looking across the street of the tree big tree with all of these branches and birds nest but they leave right they can because they know how to fly yeah. right yeah. people want to nest and then just bury them is it the less nesting in a tree is like you're nesting in the ground yeah cuz literally if you do not grow yourself mm-hmm. and i'm not saying you need to jump job to job it's like you can have the most stable job in the world and then outside of that job, grow yourself right. beyond. Right. And you need to. You yeah. have to. You have to because you know? the job can't be you. That's it. Yeah. You know, like you can't be the job and that's it. That's not a whole person. And if you expand the individual to the community, because we're just units within the community, right, or different communities, mm-hmm. then the community is stronger because people are growing and developing beyond. And they're, 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 they're taking that time and putting it into the common interests that they have. And where communities are weak, it's where everybody is totally individualized, right? Yeah. And, and, and we're more subject to, you know, um, you know further marginalization right. because of our own ad- adoption of only one side of that pendulum, which is, I'm going to get mine. That's it. Right? So... And, and the, yeah. I want to interrupt for a second. I want to bring us sure. back because I know you're, you're going to keep going if I don't interrupt you. <laughs> so, you know how I flow. <laughs> I want to go. Well, yeah, you had questions. Yes, I got questions. <laughs> so I wanted to know, actually, it, but you've answered pretty much most of my questions, which is great. But um, I want to go way back. So I considered you, obviously, one of my key mentors, and I still do to this day. Um, even though you're not obviously immediately there, like physically, but you're there in spirit and every nuance of a message that you've kind of, um, shared, I remember, right. I use them, whether it's, um, a direct quote or indirect, but I remember it because I remember the first time I actually met you, um, I was in the community center and I asked you about a job and I was 16 at the time. And you said, Oh, I got to become uh what do you call it uh, a volunteer oh lit or something yeah like that. and i remember yeah. that so i'm like okay oh sorry no acronyms leader in training right right <laughs> and so i remember that vividly and it, it stayed with me and the reason why i remember that because i did it and i ended up getting a job a year later but then i also remembered my experience i went to um i was at bathurst and i'm going to uh the mall during my lunch break, and it was a few of us, a few guys that I was walking in there with, and I went into uh, see you play, and I said, you know, to the manager, I would like to apply for a job, and he looked at me dead in my face, and he looked past me, he looked at the people that were that I walked into the store with, 
And he said, I can't give you a job. Mm. I said, why? And he said, I just can't. And I stood there and I pushed and I said, but why? I'll bring my resume. I'll do it like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pitch myself. And he just blatantly looked at me and said, it's the friends that you keep. Mm-mm. Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> so in that moment, I was like, wait a minute, I can be ignorant or I can take it and process this and learn something from it. So I mm-hmm. looked at it and I realized he was right. So I went back after school and I, I said to him, what did you mean by that? And he said, if I hire you, it's not you I'm concerned about. It's how you're going to, you know, maintain your professionalism or how you're going to do your job when your friends come in. And he was more concerned about the peer influence that would come with me getting a job there, right? He's like, no, this is what's going to happen. I've seen it before, and he laid it out. He's like, well, they're going to come in. They're going to ask for discounts. They're going to want this. And are you going to be able to stand up to them or stop them in the worst-case scenarios? And I said, you know what? I can respect that. But I'm 16. I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You you, you know, because the the way I interpret that is – especially when you said he goes i've seen this before is the the level of prejudice there because everything that he was asking you is actually an interview question right right and you know before we even um get the opportunity to sit down or stand up or whatever and 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 put ourselves forward if you're met with well, I've always I already surmised that right. Uh, right. you're going you're going to be a liability because you know you're going to have all this stuff to deal with. How does he know who you are? Right, right, right. So yeah, I mean, uh, and, and 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 so you know, obviously my approach is different. It's like I put down the gauntlet first. Yeah. Like you want to do this job, here's how you do it. Right, right, and and that in itself, even to this day. As I'm, you know, uh, a hiring manager, hiring managers, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, we hire mostly management class positions. Not just trying to be poetic, <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> that would be a, that would be a sweet interview. It's like every answer would be, "Well, I think," yeah, <laughs> and then I act, and my actions reflect my thought. for another interview yeah yeah let's put him on our radio show (laughs) you know so um the new h rap brown but anyway no i mean i shouldn't steal the name from history that guy had some sense but um but like you know uh the way i look at it is you 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 know the the implicit bias is, is the perfect term yeah for all of this stuff, yeah, and and you know, and and even though I, I you know, go into shops like that, look, I'd rather buy local, um, in any day. But then you also have to look at now more 
more we have more of an understanding mm-hmm. and more people have more of an understanding of not only buying in local but buying local from businesses that are supportive right uh outside of you know them getting capital right right, right. Yeah. and and i had my eureka moment in terms of like the connection between um like the 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 social recreational employment or social recreational and business connection of of entities like sports associations mm-hmm. right because in one community i saw the baseball um uh league or the baseball association was that vehicle it was autonomous at the city but it was an amazing vehicle because it was supported by local business because mm-hmm. you got teams that are uh what do you call it, sponsored that's why you have the names on the back or whatever yeah and and then they're permitting space they're they have like their whole all of their referees and whatever they got the parents that are supporting they got the kids that are coming in and and even the older players and whatever and they have their the management team that puts everything together schedules everything permits everything gets the trophies at the end that's a whole sort of like that's intersecting so many different areas yeah and that exists in some communities and doesn't exist in other communities right right Right. And 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 if you look at the strength of a community, you'll see how those vehicles um, exist because everything is connected and should be, and it's it makes it a stronger community versus areas where it's all disconnected. Right. Right. And 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 while the the only there's no difference in terms of skill set, there's only a difference in terms of outlook. There's only a difference in terms of the experience. There's only a difference in terms of the structures there that provide mentorship, and and that's a huge has a huge impact in terms of somebody's you know experience as as a child as right. a youth you know as an adult with with kids right yeah um, and and you know the uh, the good thing is that I see is that I see that you know there there is more of an emergence of different groups that 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 come up that are doing this for their community, especially within, uh, I would say, and then I usually refer to as African, Black, Caribbean communities, Mm -hmm. because there is no one homogeneous. And then we're all a part of a, coming from different parts of the diaspora. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, you know, if we want to strengthen our communities, there needs to be that intersection with the business sector uh, with the the you know government, sure has to be there and it has to be a partner, but also with uh, you know charitable groups, associations, organizations, and that all have autonomy, right. and that all are there, kind of like finding and connecting and and and, and building together. So you know that, that that seeing that and and knowing that is is really helps in terms of the pathway. You know, going back to your experience, it's like, yeah, I'm sure um, there was a lot of 16-year-olds that walked into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And, 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 you know, the other thing is, like, <laughs> you're a private business owner. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was being nice to you. <laughs> he was. He was. You didn't have to even talk to me. 
because because the first thing could have been nope, sorry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I got I, enough. <laughs> right, and I pro- honestly I processed all that right, but what I took from it was that I need to look at my circle as well. Yeah. Um, because yep. it wasn't as though we were a group that was you know doing the best of things, making the, the best choices. We were rambunctious and making a lot of noise and disrupting places, spaces that we entered. That's just what otherwise we known as youth, right? <laughs> you know, so so I understood that. Um, but then I, I I look at the experience I had with you, and I was like, wait a minute, this works. Yeah. Right, because I had a choice. I could either do what you asked me to do, which is volunteer and put in the work to earn it, or be like, nah, I need to get paid now. And yeah. not bother yeah. like many people did. Right. Well, what's interesting is that's exactly the the opportunity I had. Like, um, I um, so what was um, an anomaly in my opportunity in getting in getting into recreation was um, the coordinator of uh, of the rec center. Uh, uh, in proximity to my high school, went to my high school and said to the to the coaches, I'm looking for, specifically for, a young black male with leadership abilities. And that was in 87. Wow. And then it was like, I still look back. And I, and I, I know this person to this day. They're, 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 they're um, They've gone on to do a lot of, you know, great things. They're out in the community sector mm-hmm. still. They they've left the city, but they're out in the community sector. Mm-hmm. And it's like for them to do that back then, yeah, like that to me was like wow, yeah. because and then I got to the center, um, you know, at Amesbury, and I said, and they and I knew half the people in the room. It wasn't a community center; it was more like a like a, a clubhouse at that yeah. time. Yeah. And I knew half the people in the room and she says to me, well, you know, have people here. You want to volunteer? Or you want to work? And the rest mm-hmm. is history because I, you know, it's like, um, no, you can pay me. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and it, and it was like um, back then I, I knew nothing of the Lawrence Heights and the, the Driftwoods and the Falstaffs mm-hmm. and five day, seven day a week programs. This was like two, three two days of, you know, drop in yeah. a week, but it, it, it began to change my outlook um, because <laughs> I wasn't at home watching TV. Right. And, and then I started to get involved in all of these um, opportunities because I just like, you know, jumped into it. And, uh, and, and like I said, the, the, the rest is history, but, it it is about like you know being able to, I guess in a sense just make a decision. Yeah. Right. And um, as long as you're making decisions, you're going to be moving somewhere. Right. Right. It's it's the it's the it, it's the fear of actually making that decision. Yeah. And asking that question. Yeah. That limits uh, limits us. Yeah. Always limits us because you know uh, without ever stating it like things are tough all over and there always will be mm-hmm. there will always be a competition 
but uh, going back to it as now as a manager, hiring manager for staff and continually uh, having, I've never had a full team and I never will have a full team. Everybody's permanent, full-time, whatever. Right. Things will always be in flux. Mm-hmm. In, in the five years of being a manager in this role, never. Mm-hmm. Actually, I look back into recreation. We never had, you know, uh, in, in one staff team. It always shifted, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but this, these are full-time permanent positions mm-hmm. um, that are at management level and, and, and are sought after, right? right? You get, like, I don't know, uh, 400 or so, Three, three to four hundred applications each time. Even wow. a temporary position goes out. Wow. So, um, but I know that um, my expectation I put up front because I think the the position, first of all, is a privilege because you're supporting and connecting with so many different groups that um, are looking for support. Um, but you're facilitating so many relationships. You're in a position of privilege because you have a lot of power embedded in it. Mm-hmm. And as I got into a management position, that's the first thing I said. It's like, you know, actually two things. One, this is a uh, we this is a corporate officer position, <laughs> and right. nobody likes to hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't like corporate. They don't like officer. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you know what is it? Boogie down productions, officer, officer, overseer. You know, but uh, and. And, you know, it's corporate because yeah. the the institution is a corporation. I work for the city of Toronto, a corporation. Yeah. Um, you should know that up front because you have to act on behalf of the corporation. And if you can't balance your personal and community and, and, and institutional um, priorities, if you can't balance them and see how they intersect and how some things just need to be left out of other realms, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't apply. Right. Um, and then the, then after that, it's a skill set. Um, so I, I try to put as much of that stuff up front um, because, you know, that isn't made apparent to people. And, 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 and uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the open secret is, you know, all nonprofits are corporations. If you have a nonprofit status, you're a corporation. <laughs> well, that's you know, it's funny you say that. A lot of people don't realize that, even those who create them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they, you know, they think they function differently. I mean, there's slight nuances that's different, but it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the, the only difference is, like, you know, if it's if it's government oriented, your stakeholders are the public. Right. If it's private oriented, your stakeholders are the investors. Yeah. If it's nonprofit oriented, your stakeholders are a combination of your board yeah. and the the the, the community. The, 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 the community. Yeah. But you still aren't answering to a board yeah. and your board is it ha- is, is is legally obligated to have, you know, uh, yeah. at least one board meeting, general meeting every two years or mm-hmm. whatever it's uh, that's in there and you have a bylaw yeah. and you have to go by the bylaw and you have, you know, and, yeah. and there's a whole structure there. I was, mm-hmm. I was having this discussion with, um, uh, a, uh, this is a, a, a colleague from, a, a that was asking me my advice about, you know, uh, integrating, mm-hmm. uh, some community boards, the boards of different community organizations. And I said, well, 
um, and and having more equity, you know, diversity in those boards. And I was saying to them, um, well, you know, we should we should look at this integration more like we look at again your community social recreation organization. You can either get connected as a participant, mm-hmm. or you can come in, become a, a you know a player, a, an official, mm-hmm. or an administrator. But there's different levels of connectivity, and 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 the larger pieces that activity is is because it's social recreational. It's an activity that people volunteer to do because mm-hmm. they want to do it, right? Yeah. yeah. They can get paid for it, but they also volunteer because it fits into their cultural identity, community identity, whatever. And then the person says, well, that's all well and good, but those aren't democratic organizations. I go, neither are corporations, neither are nonprofits. (laughs) Nonprofit doesn't go out and have a, uh, a, a public meeting and say, you know, here's our strategy. You know, and we want you to vote on our. No, they don't do that. It's your board of directors. That's it. Right? So, like, let's just own the fact that we're in a society in which corporate structures are, are like the organizing principle for for profit, nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Some, and people don't realize this, but like, some of the largest entities within our society culturally are nonprofits. Yep. So FIFA is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. You know, NFL, yep. nonprofit. Yep. And and even though you have billionaires in both cases, yep. you know, and some very nefarious activities <laughs> in both <laughs> cases. <laughs> uh, that's that's why you gotta change the name after thirty thirty odd mm-hmm. years of protest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not because the right thing to do, because nope. you got so much other baggage. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, um, but when I look at it, it's like we need to accept that we need structure and form, and you can have nuances in terms of different types of mm-hmm. um, corporate structures, and it's good to develop new uh, and and more inclusive ways. But it's still a corporation. Right. And, 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 you know, so, and, and like learning business skills is applicable in everywhere. Learning, you know, community skills is applicable in a private sector. So, you know, it's, it's just like they're, they're, the less we have silos in terms of our understandings of how things work, uh, the, the more integrated things should be in terms of our learning approaches. And then we'll have better practices, right? Like everybody should be learning, and it's one of my deepest flaws is like you know finances. Like, I'll put that out there. Right, all right. You're listening to the DAPS show. I hope you're enjoying the conversation. I hope you're enjoying it thus far. As I mentioned in the beginning, this is a three-part conversation. So this is the first of three, and I hope that you can tune in next week for the second part as we continue the conversation with more in-depth content, as well as unpacking more on the social economic statuses, business and commerce, and so much more. Right. So tune in for the second part to this three part series, and um, we hope you enjoyed it.
Don't forget to check us out on Podbean. Subscribe, comment. Um, I know some of the other platforms does not allow you to comment, um, but Podbean allows you to comment and share your thoughts, share your views, um, and get in, in touch with us on the conversation over there. You can also get in touch with me on Instagram and definitely um, share some of your experiences with any of the episodes that you've heard so far, even in, in this one here. And let me know what it is that you're looking forward to in the next episode. And, you know, hopefully when we drop the clips, you'll get a sense of where we're heading and so forth. Do follow me on Instagram. That's Derek Asante underscore. You get me on Instagram. And uh, until next time, love, peace, and happiness.